Okay, very good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Frill Podcast, where we talk about what we experience through our practice, Kung Fu and or Tai Chi. And it's time to bow in. Welcome, Dad. Good evening. Irene. Hello. Same format. Oh, no. Same three people as last episode. I was going to say format, but it's probably not the same format. <laughs> How are we all tonight? Um, or today, depending where you're listening from. I am feeling, uh, I'm glad, but I feel a little bit sad, but it's more like because I can feel sad, I feel glad, and because I can feel glad, I feel sad. <laughs> what? A bit of a complicated one tonight. Okay. Cool. All right. Dad? Me? I am excited. Excited and curious. Excited and curious. curious. Yes. I've yet to work out what curious is, but it's just this, uh, I've been feeling this, interested to see and hear and experience um, life as it unfolds. Right. So. And you? I am glad and optimistic, but I think in optimistic there's some, um, yeah, glad, but anxious as well mm. <clears throat> yeah that's me very good all right well i released last week's podcast today with you irene in it, of course yes i haven't i haven't listened to it but i will when i get home cool before i tell anyone else i know to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> so you've done the, the <laughs> just, prep work yeah, just it? in case yeah. it's embarrassing okay <laughs> cool all right well how's how's our week going any irene you said um <laughs> is that on Tuesday when we were meant to record, um, but we didn't? You said, oh, I had stuff ready, I had stuff prepped to I, bounce yes. back and forth. Yeah, Is that still something you want to share? Or? Um, well, it's because I listened to the episode that was released just before. So it was Phoebe's last episode. Okay. Mm. She did. And um, you all spoke about, uh, I guess, the... I mean, it is, yeah, it is daily practice, but um, how we all, well, I don't know if we all, but definitely the three of us here have um, at least one thing that we kind of see the world with. So mm. I guess, Sifu, for you, mm. it is your daily practice. That's how you see the world. Uh-huh. Um, that's how you interact with it. And I guess I'm, I'm just always so interested because I think everyone has their own way mm. um, but it's you know it's it's also different the only commonality is that we have the one thing for ourselves that mm. lets us really see the world and mm. be in it mm. so I was just I was thinking about that mm. because um, I guess moving away from cooking which is my way that I do that mm. is very interesting for me um, because uh, I'm just constantly brought back to how that, that really is the most natural way for me to experience the world yeah. and making a very deliberate move uh, to have a different relationship with it now by not working in the industry. is mm. just It's very interesting to me. And even just before we were speaking to Ricardo about it and I just 
it's it's like I I just want I want to be in it so badly, but I know that it's not really where I should be at the moment. Not mm. not in okay. that intensity in that way. Yeah, right. Mm. But I think it's interesting that we all have a thing that we have that like connects us to the earth, and I, in in a way, kind of it, to me, it feels like that's what makes us human. We're able to express ourselves, mm. and you know, other animals and plants can't do it as sentiently as us. True. Mm, very good. I'm not sure where to take that, but that's, that's, that's very really good. Thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I've been um, listening to lots of podcasts. Uh, I listen to podcasts all the time, actually, because my car radio has killed itself. Oh, so I don't, have, I don't have any speakers in my car. So I, have to, I always have my AirPods in. So I'm listening. <laughs> you're to in the car with the AirPods. You're yeah, that, you're that guy. That, yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> so I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, and uh, Brené Brown has lo- like released a podcast since last year, I think, since they went into COVID lockdown. So um, I'm kind of like starting from the beginning in her things, and yeah, it's really, I guess, relatable, and I, I like her voice. Um, I don't know. It just it's very like just normal. But rather than sometimes people's voices very aggressive and high uh, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. really loud and I just switch off from that because it's mm. like it's too much for my ears, especially mm. when they're like right in my ear <laughs> as well. But um, <clears throat> so I've been listening to a lot, which is uh, getting some, I guess, relatable things because she talks a lot about, um, do you know who Brene Brown is, by the way? I don't. I've oh. never heard of this person. Dad, do you know Brene Brown? Absolutely. Dr. Okay. Brene Brown. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, came to stardom through her TED Talk. Yeah, right. Mm. Um, so for me, she, you know, she talks a lot about, um, well, her podcast is called Unlocking Us. Oh, so cool. it talks about human traits and stuff like that. And she's done lots of research and she's done her work in mm. to talk about this from her point of view and has everything to back it up sort of thing. So for me, it's relating, like, you know, last week we were talking about there's so many questions and mm, not mm, enough mm. answers and yeah. stuff like that. So she talks a lot about human defaults and noticing what your defaults are and mechanisms to, you know, live healthy and be kind to yourself. And, like, I think her podcast sums up, right? It's called Unlocking Us. Mm. And so then she brings different guests in. Um, sometimes like fashion designers, sometimes other doctors. Um, she has two twin sisters, so they made a six-part quick little thing that they talk about. So, um, sorry, is that she has two sisters and they are twins, or yes, she has sorry, four she, sisters? No, no, she has two sisters that are twins, okay. so she's got a set of sisters. Um, and they talk about their childhood mm. and how um, they were brought up and mm. noticing stuff and and yeah. And this this afternoon I was listening. And with something really like got my ear because I was setting up as well as I was listening, and all, all the sisters have a different mechanism like we do oh. to get themselves present, mm. I would say. Mm. And Brene said her one is she her thing is walking meditation. Oh yeah. And the other sister was saying that how she can't meditate traditionally because she's just got too much going on, so mm. she does other stuff. And most of their things were. Uh, physical mm-hmm. so hers was walking and she's describing how you know at the start of her walk it's all very intense and it feels really overwhelming but she knows that if she just keeps walking it will yeah. just it'll kind of yeah makes sense yeah it'll yeah. make sense and then she'll have the answers she'll need or she'll yeah. process the things she'll process um and yeah that's what i'm taking from your mm. from your sharing just then 
I think it is like because we all obviously know the value of physical exercise, yeah. whether it's strenuous or not. Yeah. Just moving is so therapeutic. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 100%. Um and I'm always I'm not always, but I'm often struck by um so women don't a lot of women don't do exercise. A lot of women don't move enough uh, in, I guess, this society. It's not promoted as much as it should be. Mm, okay. Um, and it's it a lot of the time. I mean, for me, it was a very active choice to, like, move because there's – I just feel like there's – I mean, as we all know, there's so many other things that you could do with your time. You yeah. Could just, you could think about things. You could talk to people. You could – you could just do so many things that are not um, actively really moving your body around. Um, but I think it's so therapeutic. And, yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, cardio. That's, mm. like, fun, but it's not – well, I don't get the same out of it as I do. Um, even just, for me, moving around a kitchen, that yep. having, like – pathways to the sink to the stove to the bin to the sink to the stove to the cupboard reaching up reaching down holding weight in one hand while yeah. stirring another yeah. you know it's like that to me is so it's so dynamic mm. and that it helps me it to me it feels like i'm using my body for the purpose it was intended to be used for yeah whereas i think there's so many things that we do that feel like that's uh, this is not what my body is meant to be doing at yeah. the moment like I also notice there's a lot of technology now that mm. helps us, assist us in that, in movement. Mm. As I say, like jobs and factories and stuff that takes away what we ha- what we should do. What we have. What to we do have. It, yeah. Like when I used to work in the, um, what did I work in? Spare parts car delivery driver for spare parts. It was like um, a lot of ideas and mechanisms. For me to work to do less, to so do oh, less, you could you could yeah. do this, so then you don't have to lift it up there. Mm. Like, but physically, I can lift mm. it up there, you know. Yeah. Or you can throw it up there, so that you don't have to walk up the stairs. Mm. And I'm like, but I, I can, can hold, walk up the stairs. <laughs> like, I can hold it. No, I can walk up the stairs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't something you know that's forty kilos. It was mm. like something simple, like mm. uh, for example, a tire. Oh. So the tires go upstairs, mm-hmm. and the way was to throw them up. <laughs> In really? a pile, and then walk <laughs> up later, and then reassemble them. Right. Which I get the the idea of it, the yeah, efficiency yeah. of it, but at the same time, I could just carry two up using even what you know, like yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. my brain works as yeah. well. So I just noticed there's a lot of technology out there that mm. that makes life easier, but then stops us from doing doing things, doing the things we actually need to do. Yeah, like yeah. bending down. Mm, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. What do you think about that, Dan? I'm just I'm mulling over the comment, Irene. You said that it. Um, I heard you say that exercise for women is could be promoted more. Mm, definitely. I wonder, actually, whether it's a little deeper than promotion, and it's more that it's um, a little male chauvinistic world, mm. and that that men it assumes that men have a greater right. Um, to caring for themselves yes. and, that, and that women should be um, caring for the children. I guess I think that's the thing. If you, if you were looking after children in a household or in a community, 
you would be by default moving so much that you wouldn't have to think about actively doing it for yourself. But if you are tending to children, you're moving with them, you're moving for them, you're lifting them, you're taking things to them. True. It, it is all the, that physical work, but obviously not all women do that now. And there's well, not like a also, also um, that's movement. Let's see. So if I look at this and classify um, a daily practice to movement, mm. I, I see there's two different things. Mm. So for me, daily practice is something that brings brings me together in one, one space and it happens to be activated by uh, particular activity. My d- current daily practice is Tai Chi. So it brings my mind, my body and my spirit to one place and the rhythmic nature of it uh, has, has an effect on my brain health and the fact that I do it alone and that nobody else, I, have to inter- I don't interact with anybody else, means that it's a space just for me. Yep. So when we're talking about working in a space with others or caring for others, I think they're two different things. I actually think that a daily practice and being physically active in your job are actually two different things. Because um, I, I know caring for children and I watch my wife care for children that there's a lot of expenditure there's no deposit so you're spending out constantly physical emotional and and mental energy and there's no getting back whereas the daily practice is about depositing so I'm filling my cup in a daily practice whereas just doing physical chores is not filling my cup and here's another one right for example um, I don't get the same out of walking mm. as I do as in my daily practice. I don't enjoy cycling. I don't enjoy swimming. But I know people who do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I think there's 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 something to the what the attraction of the particular movement, and also not just the attraction, but there's a freedom of engaging with it because you choose to at that time. Whereas if you're working and it's your job if you don't want to be there that day but you have to be then that's not daily practice Mm, that's true right yeah so that's that's burning yourself out that's Mm. actually expending more than you're depositing Mm. and if you're caring for children i can tell you right now (laughs) there's not one part of it that is for yourself Mm. because it's constantly out Mm. right it's constantly out so you know i just getting back to the promotion of of self-care i wonder whether that it's reserved for um that the space that's allowed for women because the comment was about women is actually only assuming that there is space allowed for you to do that yeah right whereas i think and i know this for myself my default is that when i do daily practice then I must be able to do it. This is my default. This is my male chauvinistic self. And the default is that my wife should be able to sort that out for herself. Uh, right? Yep. That I don't need to provide space for her to do that. She has to be able to do it herself because I provide space for myself. But in actual fact, it's not. Mm. The whole family provides space for me to do that. Mm. Right? Mm. So 
I catch myself out on a regular basis having that mini conversation in my head. Interesting. Right? And and that's what makes that's what makes for um, relationships mm. healthy or unhealthy is whether well in my relationship I'll just say it's in my relationship what what makes it uh, a loving and caring relationship and or not is whether I think for the other whether I actually put myself in the place of my partner and go wow do I actually provide any space for her and support for her to do her thing right mm. or is it just am I assuming because she's the she's the one with breasts and she's breastfeeding that she has to be the one that's stuck with child mm. right and uh, you know what I, I've I, I do a lot of curiosity stuff with mm. myself and and I can see where that story comes from very clearly in my childhood mm -hmm. because that's exactly the way life was in the 60s and 70s mm. Right, and it was normal. Yeah. Like in the sixties and seventies, that's the way it was. Mm. But we've grown as a society, and we've grown as people. I mean, like with the advent of the internet, we've we've we now communicating. And there's positive and negatives to it all. But the positive thing with all this freedom of information is that we get to communicate, and we get to hear other people's communications much more freely mm. now than we ever have. So we've we grow as a society much much more quickly mm. than we ever have i believe anyway in, in you know in the short five decades i've been here much mm. faster than i've ever seen right from from up to when i was 30 it was like you had to you had to buy a book and you had to go to a seminar and you had to go overseas if you were wanting to listen to a person speak mm. you had to go somewhere to wherever they were right it was a huge investment or they had to come to you. Now, yeah. you just, the YouTube algorithm sorts it out for you. <laughs> yeah. You sign into your account and once you start looking for stuff, it mm. starts feeding it all to you. Yeah. Well, we're doing it now. We're, yeah. As we're talking, we can post this and many people can listen from anywhere. Absolutely. Mm. This is, yeah. you have to be in this four walls to the, hear the yeah. Sometimes culture. though, mm. I wonder, because I don't feel like, um, uh, I feel like I can relate to your curiosity, Sifu, because mm. I am endlessly just curious about things, just observing things and just wondering, hmm, okay. But I think that's, I think everyone is curious mm. and everyone, I don't think that, um, I guess, um, I don't think that any of us connect to ourselves more than other people. Um, so sometimes I think it's it's awesome that we can share this and that we can hear it from other people. But it, whenever I listen to things like this, or even now when I'm talking, I just feel like I'm I'm not expressing anything new or un, unnatural. I feel like this is a normal human uh, normal human thoughts would be. I'm curious about things, and it feels good when I move my body. You know? Yeah. I don't think it's well. That's good in a way because. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's hard to actually identify mm. certain things and express it as well. Mm. It's good that it, you're feeling like it's well. From my point of view, it's the feeling like it's the norm that you can and hear. Mm. It's pretty pretty open-minded. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just feel like because everyone's always trying to share their opinion. Yeah. 
that's that's just what we're all always trying to do. Um, and I guess the way I think about it is, is if I want to share my opinion, I also have to be willing to have opinions shared with me. And yes. that's why I think I am quite... To me, it feels like neutral, but maybe it looks more like open to other people. Yeah. But for yeah. me, it's just like, well, that's, that's normal. Yeah. And if I wanted to be closed-minded, I would not share yeah. anything with you. Yeah. And that would be closed on both ends. Yeah. Mm. I wonder. I think it's interesting what you mentioned, Sifu, because I can't... I don't know what it would be like to not be me. And, you know, a woman. <laughs> um, but sometimes I think even um, obviously making the space to deliberately do something is a different act to just have like doing it because it's part of your job or because it just happens to fall into your life. But I think it's still in a sense a practice. Like when I was working in a kitchen, even though I was being forced to be there and I was stressed and I didn't... I, it didn't fulfill me in the same way. I still got all of the practice at, you know, chopping, timing, heating, cooking things so that now when I do it for myself, I'm much better at it than I would be if I hadn't have had all that forced practice. So I, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm interested in that because I think maybe women don't set aside as much time for themselves because it's already been done even though not deliberately. But, you know, it's kind of the actions have been done of being busy and moving around a lot. So it almost, it would be better if that was an active choice. But the fact that it's kind of happened, it, the active choice didn't have to be made. But it is different, you're right. So I'm thinking about that. Mm. Yeah, I, th I think maybe unique to you because you love cooking. Mm. That, I think that's the difference. I kind of said. Yeah. I think that's the difference. It's unique to you that you could you could sift past the working bit and get find the practice only because you connect with the cooking. Mm. The, the, you know, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, maybe. I just I feel like because so. the people I, I work so. with, they love cooking as well. Yeah. But they hate working, which is fair enough. Yeah. But I just think to them, it's the same. It's the same as me. You love doing this. That's why you're doing it here. Yeah. It's just all the other things on top of it you hate. But it's maybe harder for you to see that that's what you hate. Yeah. So what you say you hate is actually not what you hate. But it's, you know, you're a bit distracted by the things that do kind of suck. But for me, I guess, when, especially when I am in a kitchen, I just think it's not worth seeing that stuff because of how much I do love it. I would never want to tarnish how I feel about cooking because it's the greatest joy for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you have, that's what I'm trying to get at. So mm. you have that, that passion for, you, for yourself mm. that you can see that, you know. Yeah, that's, that's like for me, I'm sure for you sometimes that as well. Being Kung Fu and Tai Chi teachers, even th and we're in it every day. Yeah. Um, sometimes, yeah, with all the timing and the people and the the routine, I get stuck. For me, it's two different things: stuck into the work mindset, mm. and then I get frustrated with myself. Mm. And I go, "Hang on, I gotta find what's going on for, the, for that moment and find the passion again for me." Because mm. it is, 
my passion, yeah, not my work. That's it, because I, I do wonder, yeah. you you two couldn't do this as much as you do. Yeah, unless, if it was work. Yeah, if it was work. That's right, yeah. It so would. all that stuff that I can relate to you sharing, mm. for me, it's not there, but it comes up every now and then. Yeah. Only when I am overtired. I, yes. I, I'm very clear that <laughs> I, when I get tired, I just, you know, I just get to that point. I'm like, hang on, it's not that, yeah. you know, and then that reflection comes in and goes, I'm just I'm tired, long week. It's mm. this and this, but it, I I don't make it mean that this is work for me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. two words very different. Yeah. yeah. What about what about you, Dad? Mm, yeah, yeah. There's definitely. There are times where, um, so it, th- this industry operates uh, at its peak when it's leisure time. So mm. when when people finish work, we're of busy. Yeah. Yep, yep. Weekends, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I've I've taught seven days a week for vast majority of my career. It's only really in the last, oh, since we've been here actually, since two thousand twelve, that I haven't actively had a, a promoted seventh day class on a Sunday. Oh my gosh. Um, so, and it pay, it pays a toll. It pays a toll on family life, on friendships. You know, I've got a I've having become, seven days. Having going, seven days, yeah. yeah. I've I've learnt uh, how to be actively uh, investing in friendships mm. and family um, by losing them. Yeah, you know. So you know, there there there's a great joy in it, and there's a price to be paid. So, for example. Right, people, like my mates, when we first left school, um, they went to the pub, and it was the Regatta Hotel, which was the uni pub, and they say, "Chop suey, why don't you come down and have a drink?" It's like, "Why can't I'm working?" (laughs) So when you guys are going to the pub, I'm going to work, and then you know, you they start talking about shows that they watch or concerts they've been to. You know, like the first concert I went to, I, I was like. Uh, in in my mid twenties, it was the first time I ever went to see a band or a concert because they always happened on the nights that I trained. And if it was a Saturday night, I was so tired. Why would I want to go out again? <laughs> like, you know, Saturday's a big day. So I missed out on all that connection, and I just didn't know what they were talking about. I've never seen um, sitcoms at seven p.m. at night. Yeah, never have, even as a kid, mm. because I was at Kung Fu mm. at seven o'clock. Right. Talk to me about shows at 10.30. Now, that's different. <laughs> right? Night Stalker. No, I remember no, no, no. as a kid at Night Stalker watching Channel 10. That was that was my show because it was at 10.30. I was home, back home, had dinner, relaxing. Before I go to bed, I watched the 10.30 show. Mm. Right? So, um, and those are the days when TV wasn't 24-7, so it, it goes to color bars. What? Oh yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> uh, uh, after after Parkinson's Tai Chi, I stuck around for yeah. a bit, and they were talking about this exact thing. They were yeah. talking about TV and their shows, and then they're like, "Oh, do you remember in the in the olden days?" And they're talking about how is it at midnight? Yep, midnight. There's no more programming. What, they just stopped. So, so yeah, they just, just stopped the, TV. Well, they had to go to sleep. What if you wanted to watch TV? No, that was it. It'd go beach. It was just noise. Yep. Oh just snow. What a waste of advertising space. <laughs> <laughs> you millennial. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's those things. Um, yeah. And there definitely have been moments in my career where it was very low. I, I don't know whether, you know, being labelled depressed for me, um, you know, I've never 
felt like what I've heard people describe as being in a state of depression. But I have been times where I've been very, very sad and wondering, is this all there is? Like mm. literally, like, is this all there is? Seriously? Like in my whole life, this is, this is it? That, that's all there is? So I have had those moments. Um, like I'm sure it's normal, I guess. Yeah. I, I think it's normal. Um, and, you know, we get through it. Family, friends, uh, go to therapists, talk to people about it, try to work out, you know, work through stuff. Um, one of the things that I, I've realized only recently, like in the last couple of weeks, I always thought that I only had a daily practice from when Will was born. Yeah. But actually, I've had a daily practice all my life. It's just it hasn't looked like this, as in I'm doing uh, server many yulus a week. Because um, my daily practice was going to the academy, oh, the yeah. gun, opening yeah. it up and teaching classes mm. from six in the morning. Well, my first class was five in the morning back when when you guys were at school. Mm. Um, that's when that's my classes would start at 5 a.m. And I would teach throughout the whole day and then have a break in the middle and then start again in the afternoon. Have you ever, you've never disliked Kung Fu or Tai Chi? Never. Never. It's just <laughs> the never. stuff around it. I'm a real freak when it comes yeah. to it. Like I'm a real <laughs> nerd. No, seriously, I love watching it. Mm. Uh, and I'll do, uh, I'll, I'll pretty much try any martial art if the opportunity presented itself and the person that presented it was I felt safe with, mm. Mm. right? So um, I would do that and I have done that. But it's just for play. It wasn't, you know, I, yeah. I never... Uh, took it on seriously because not that I disliked it it's just this is me this is what I like doesn't mean it's the best it just is the best for me doesn't mean that everything else is second rate it's not it's like language mm -hmm. it's like food some mm. people you know we all sit at the table it's like cooking yeah <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess the thing for me is that you you can never hate cooking because you have to eat every day so no but not everyone cooks yeah yeah, yeah. true not, not everyone, everyone cooks. cooks yeah um yeah i guess for me i'm able to make it relevant to me every day yeah i guess is the, yeah is yeah. the difference yeah yeah um but i know you know some i know like a lot of artists and you know sometimes they don't like what they've produced mm. you know they don't like their practice or the result of their practice but I, you know, I don't think it means that they don't like it. it just mm. means it hasn't been expressed maybe the way they want it to, or yeah. it's, it's tiring to do, or stuff mm. like that. But mm. you know, I can't imagine you ever disliking Jingmo. <laughs> yep. Very good. Mm. Boy, as you saw, I started put picking up my phone for this yes. quote. Oh yes, oh, quote. I was sifting cool. through, and I'm. Sometimes it depends on the podcast. Like I might have a few. Yeah. Right. I go, it sounds good to me, but it might not gel with the podcast. But okay. anyway, so here, bless you. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> All right, so here it goes. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Mm, I love that one. That's good. And I just realized I spelled what wrong. I forgot the T 
Wow. Yeah, it's life is 10% wow. Happens wow. to you. Wow, Miss you, man. <laughs> and no one picked it up, so no one's looking at posts, man. Well, no one's looking no at one your can. spelling. Wait, I think there's five comments underneath it. You spelt what wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, no one no one mentioned the comment. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, overall, even our conversations on the podcast or just at least for me, day-to-day life, it's a lot, I really relate to that because it's a lot of, uh, yeah, it just, life just happens and then mm. how, we're, how we react to it is what, how true we are to, us, to ourselves or whatever wording you want to put around mm. it. But um, I do notice yeah. with that one as well, I sometimes think, um, you know, because obviously there are places not too far from home, but also far from home where terrible things are happening to people. And I think like when I, I guess, see those images or hear it on the news, I think those people are probably like, they're in a position to be more connected to themselves than most people in the Western suburbs of Perth ever will be Mm. able to connect with themselves. And, you know, obviously it's a, it's horrible that, you know, you should be forced to flee from your home or whatever. Um, but those people are going to make absolutely the most of what they've been given. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, sometimes in the city I see and I just think you're not, you're not making the most of what you have. You have, it, you have everything here and you're, you're still able to bring people down or you're able to complain about, you know, things that don't help anyone. And I, yeah, I, I relate to that because I think it's, sometimes you hear that and you think, oh, yeah, okay, it's about... Cliché. Yeah, it's yeah. cliché, but then I think, no, the people that, people, you see people every day in hardship making the most of what they have. Yeah. And you see people not in hardship not making the most of what they have. And it... The opposite. Yeah. Uh, ratio. Yeah. Do you know, interesting how, John, you said today you were listening to Brené Brown. Yes. Well, this afternoon I was listening to Brené <laughs> Brown as well. Oh. Uh, but Tim Ferriss uh, a year ago had um, interviewed her. Okay. And they were just talking. Uh, so I was watching and listening to it when, when I was doing my You Lose earlier today. Yeah. Uh, I think I might post this particular um, episode between Tim Ferriss and Brené Brown on, on our On the Couch okay. uh, group because Tim Ferriss actually asks Brené Brown a very relatable question to what you guys are talking about now, which yeah. is, well, when is looking... This, this is me paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, when is looking after yourself... When does that doing nothing turn into complacency? When does... Um, uh, how, how does he put it? When does being um, ambitious uh, turn into something that's unhelpful to mm-hmm, yourself, mm-hmm. right? So do you get get yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like today um, a couple of the dads that were here for Tai Chi were saying, uh, one of them in particular said he's, uh, Luke, he said um, he just had to, when he got home today, and before he went out to his next appointment, he just had to sit on the couch and do nothing. Yeah. So he emailed work and said, I'm working from home. And, you know, he's got enough time to be able to make up the difference. And he says he'll just do the work that he was supposed to do today over the weekend or whatever. 
Um, but he just had to sit down mm. and do nothing. And mm. he, he had a little cat nap and then recharged himself. And I relate to that because there are days in the week where I just want to sit on the, on, uh, under the, the balcony in the sun and feel the warmth on my body and do nothing. There's lots to do, but that is what I just have to do at mm. that moment. So, you know, they were talking about that and it got time for class to start, so I didn't actually get to finish the <laughs> podcast. So what yeah. I'll do, I'll post it up because it's, it's interesting. They were just getting into the conversation, um, you know, mm. of, well, what, what is the line? You know, like, yeah. where do you draw the line? Mm. Yeah. Because you could say every day, oh, I'm, I'm not going to go to work because I'm looking yeah. after myself. I'm yeah. looking after myself. I'm looking after myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go to work. I'm looking after myself. And before you know, you don't have a job. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Um, so where's the line drawn? Mm, yep. And they were just talking about that and I didn't get to listen to it all. So I can't share with you what they came up with. Mm. Mm, so it's an interesting question. Okay. Right? Interesting question. And like this curiosity for me is, is, is um, often looking at that. Yeah. Right? Because I sit as, in the position as the business owner, I get to say when I work and when I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when I don't, stuff doesn't happen. Well, yeah. And it affects the whole business. Mm. When I do, stuff happens mm. and it affects the whole business. So I'm, I'm walking that tightrope every single day because there are moments in every day where I could actually just go, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right? And then there are times where I follow through and do it and feel good. There are times where I follow through and feel crap mm. afterwards. Yeah. Like mm. I've, I've, yeah spent more i'm in deficit now yeah so how do i you know how do i draw the line yeah so it, uh, for me it's just this constant questioning and i think yeah. self-reflection is the is the tool that i use at least um, that helps me keep on the tightrope mm. it's just reflection keep looking at myself as i'm going forward and it'll keep me on the tightrope mm. yeah i think that's it's a good point, I think, as well, just for me, uh, and I think you will both relate to this, the uh, the importance of having an answer, which, you know, the answer is absolutely not important. Having it doesn't mean that you've solved any problem. It just means yeah. you have an answer, you know. But well, you that, have someone's answer. Yeah, yes. and it, it, won't, it won't work for the next time. It might not work <laughs> for the next three times. It might yeah. work for the fifth time, but it won't work for the seventh time. You know, so if anything, I'm, yeah. I'm also noticing and trying to maybe rethink why I, why I hold so much importance to having an answer because it's never really served me that well. So I'm trying, mm. to, trying to think my way around that one. Yep. <laughs> yep. Cool. Cool. All right, thank you. Um, before we finish, mm-hmm. let's just uh, tie in next week's podcast, perhaps. Ooh. And this this week, Kend on the Saturday, we have a discipleship tea ceremony here mm. at the Jingmo Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, briefly, Dad, what's that all about? And we can obviously talk more next week post tea ceremony. But for a uh, cliffhanger, as they put it, <laughs> what is the tea ceremony briefly about on Saturday? It's called the Receiving of Disciples Tea Ceremony, and in Cantonese we call it the Bai Si Yisik. And uh, it is 
a uh, an opportunity to mark an occasion where the relationships between people change, mm. basically. So um, there are uh, nine, yes, nine, nine students who are stepping forward to become disciples of Jingmo Academy under my direct mentorship and um, to honour them and to honour the relationship. We're having a tea ceremony here. So it is different for those listeners who are accustomed to traditional martial art or Chinese martial arts discipleship ceremonies. Um, what, what we have created here in Jingmo Academy is different. Um, I would call it a hybrid, really, of a tradition and um, a, a current day what, what ceremony. Works. Hmm. Well, what works for us anyway. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, we can share more about that next week. Yes. Very good. All right. Well, let's go into the bow out. Yes. Thank you. All right, everyone. Welcome to the bow out. I got a cramp in my foot. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the bow out. Oh, gosh. Okay. Very good. Nice. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> All right. Um, so is it gone now? Yeah, is yeah. It yeah. I don't know. As soon as I put on the song, just then it got kind of Ah, oh, what yeah. does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Last week we were. Um, I was sharing the statistics of the geographic region of the listeners. The oh, geographic yeah. region. So I got. got I've got word. it up here. There you go. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. I can. I the big words, man. Okay, <laughs> so Australia is 59% fol- uh, listeners. Oh yeah. United States is 35%. And then um, less than 1% is um, Ireland, Germany, Belgium, United Kingdom, Canada, Sweden, Philippines, Norway, Spain, Poland, Thailand, India, Hong Kong, Switzerland, Argentina, France, Republic of... uh, What's that? Lithuania. Lithuania. What the? Slovakia, Indonesia, and Romania. Wow. How's that? Awesome. So that's a very small 1%. (laughs) That's a lot of people in 1%. Next to it has all just the the less than. Wow. Who are you? Who are you guys? (laughs) Who are you? Send us emails. Write comments in our Instagram. Yes. We'd like to get to know you. 100%. Um, And also just for the fun of it, our listening platforms... 36% 36% Spotify, mm-hmm. 19% Apple Podcasts, 6% CastBox, 5% Podcast Addict from Anchor itself, 4%, which is where Furu comes from, Anchor oh. Podcast, and Overcast, 2%. Oh. Nice. And Other is 25%. So oh, I yeah. I don't know what, I don't other, know what is. other is. Maybe something not recognized or, well, um, or web there's browser. An Australian, there, no, there's a stra- well, maybe web browser, but yeah. there is an Australian podcast platform that isn't listed there. Yeah. Um, that I, I, I thought would be good for us to get on. Given where we're Australian. <laughs> no, why, mate? Mate. No, why? <laughs> we're Aussies, mate. <laughs> but yeah, how cool is that? Very yeah, cool. Very cool. Yeah. Good to know. Yes. All right, any last words from you guys? No, look forward to next week. Yeah. The exciting one. Post tea ceremony. Post tea ceremony. I'm in the tea ceremony, everybody. Irene. Yep. Yes. <laughs> cool. So am I, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So am I. So oh, yeah. what? Wow. My. Wow. wow. We'll see you then, mate. <laughs> 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 okay. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. See, bye. see ya.